Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo. Grab a chair, cop a squat, grab a blanket, find a pillow. Hell, sit on the floor or sit on one of these stoops. Get you something to drink, some tea, some coffee, some water, a cold drink, a warm drink. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Ah! Can we agree? It's bigger 
than the bullshit. It's bigger than the bullshit that people are spitting. We got monkeypox, COVID, contaminated water. Hell, we got police brutality, people angry, teenagers shooting up or the young people are shooting up. Schools, hospitals, funerals, supermarkets. And you want me to sit here and worry about who's supporting you, who don't like you, who throwing subs? You can't even really go outside. You got to be careful of who you sleeping with, who you interacting with, who you touching. Ain't no more fist bumps and we sharing hookahs and blunts. I don't know the fuck you got. I was in an Uber yesterday and the dude that picked me up, I'm looking because I see a bump on him. He said, no, 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 I got acne. I still face on, face, shirt up, mask on, gloves, like, and it's sad because people have moles on their face and things like that. But you live in a time of fear. Now I can hear y'all, oh, E5 Bear, you got to have faith. Yeah, and I ain't going to be stupid neither. It's not a question of my faith. But y'all seen the video of the young lady that was in the New York trains. She's sitting there with monkeypox, scratching, touching the bar, touching the seat. Some people are vindictive. Or oh, if I got it, you, I'm going to give it to everybody. That's premeditated. Put her ass under the jail. People won't tell you that they sick. The same way they won't tell you if they got some kind of STD or if they got something. Motherfuckers don't tell you. They don't. So you taking a chance now. All that secret shit. Taking a chance. Dudes are out. Listen, I live upstate, right? Upstate, they call this shit the STDs of the world. Utica, Albany, yeah. They call it the STD. So when I was in New York and I was talking to people, they say, yo, Ifabea, where you live? I say, yo, I live in Utica. They say, yo, that's the capital. And it's crazy because when I went to the GYN and I went to the doctor, the GYN, they was in there playing cards. And I was like, y'all not busy. It must be nice. I need your job. They said, people don't come in here. The only time women come in here to see us if they're uh, six, seven, eight months pregnant. Other than that, they don't see us. They said, Miss Ford, we know you because you're, you're always here. Wait, what? I never forget the first year I ever moved down to Atlanta. I seen a long line across from the welfare center. So my happy ass is like, because I see everybody walking out with a little bag, a little purple bag. So I go over there. I'm walking, sitting there, you know, until I got to the front. I said, okay, what y'all giving out? She said, oh, condoms and um, dental dams. I said, why? She said, you don't know where you at? I said, yeah, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I was living over in Decatur. She said, girl, this is VD City. What? I told my husband, God bless the day. Nigga, if you think about going out there to cheat, you better wrap it up. We know what these motherfuckers got. Same way here. Same way here. Girls are walking around with infections, all of that. And they don't tell. And dudes will crawl up in a chick raw. Let me tell y'all something, right? This is a mental side note. How the 
fuck do you trust your life with someone that you barely know? You don't know his mama name. You don't know nothing. You don't know her mama name. But you're going up in a roar. And then the first thing, I don't know, should I trust him? You trust him with your fucking life? Dick and pussy ain't that great. Oh, hell no. You got women that's up here that got diseases. For real. I used to laugh when my godmother would have toilet seats. You know, she'd take off hers and put like a, a one for that day or when, how long the ceremony is. And she said, I don't know what these motherfuckers got and I'm not mad. Because now I live in a state, a part of, where people are walking fucking STDs. Real talk. I speak to girls. Hey, you went to the GYN? Why? He ain't got nothing. How you know? How do you know? Do he go to the doctor? No, but he don't look nasty. He don't look like he got something. How a rapist look? How a pedophile look? How a thief look? Huh? Yeah. It, it doesn't go by that, my love. Just, you want me to go with you? Let's go to the GYN. Have you ever been to the GYN? No. Why? I mean, I've been to the OB, like, when I had my baby, but I don't go, like, because there's nothing wrong with me. I clean. Babes, you need a physical. You need a checkup. It's not just the doctor taking the stethoscope, listening to your heart, telling you to cough. No, you need to make sure your pipes are working. Well, what they're going to do? They're going to examine you. Let's go, and they're going to take tests. You know how many girls came back with HPV, with syphilis and gonorrhea? And the first thing they say is, I'm going to fuck him up. He ain't the only one you slept with without a condom. They give these shits to you everywhere you go. Even in, Listen, it's so bad up here. They give you condoms in the DMV. In the DMV. Now, I can see the birth certificate place. I can see the doctors. They give them to you in the DMV. They give it to you at every pharmacy that's in the supermarket. They give it to you in Walmart. You can get a fucking free condoms everywhere. And that says a lot from where I live at. That's why I tell people. Yo, listen. Be careful. Be careful where you laying at. Okay, you can screw them. But until y'all take tests and see y'all status and see how it is, wear a condom. It's okay. Oh, but he said he don't like condoms. They, they, they too small. Excuse me. Them shits are humongous. Don't play. Don't play. You push your baby out. That nigga ain't that big. Let's go. Let's go. Tell that nigga to put on a condom. Well, he said he only wear lambskin. That ain't protecting you. Let's go. You're not allergic to latex, are you? Okay, then let's go. Let's go. It's bigger than somebody throwing a sub or someone not liking you or someone that's not um, hiring you to do some work or for you getting readings. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than the bullshit. Our kids are angry. They are angry. They are angry. They're not getting love. They, some of them want to showboat and think they're competing with people that got so much. But I always tell them, you can't compete with a scammer, baby. You're going to lose. Worry about getting your own. Some therapy. Stop trauma bonding. Uh, do you know the imposter syndrome is real? Like, I 
up on hearing about this stuff like that. So excuse me of my ignorance because I didn't know until I stopped researching. It is you talking negatively to yourself, saying that you're not good enough. Here you are. You have a seat at the table. You got there. Now show them what you got. Now you're talking yourself out of it. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. I want to do readings, but I'm scared. I don't know if I can do that. Stop with the imposter syndrome. And there's so many levels to it. The expert, the boundary. I mean, it's so many. So we have to work on healing ourselves. Sometimes we, we are become our own worst enemy. So it's bigger than the BS that you're going through on social media. I'm sitting here like, huh? I had someone tell me, oh, Ifa Bayo, they're saying that, you know, words going around that, you know, you're not who you say you are. Well, who the fuck am I? Who am I? Who am I? I'm crowned. I know I got crowned. I know I have my co-file. I have my saints. Okay, so who am I? I'm not a character. I'm not trying to build nothing. I study. I read. I have some good girlfriends that also support me and keep me on the right path and encourage me. And I do the same for them. So who am I? Who am I? Oh, I argue with my son. I argue with my family. Okay. And I've learned a hot head don't get you nowhere, but a cool head, cool hair head availeth much. Oh, well, you know, you got people not speaking to you. And it's in my reply to them is. It feels good when God take out the garbage. Because, see, if you didn't like me or if you feel that, you know, you don't want to rock with me, that's okay. I'm not going to ask you why. I give zero fucks. I, I give zero fucks. It's bigger than you not. I don't even really know you. I met you on social media. So, come on. And the people I do know, it's either you played yourself out of my life. So, what am I supposed to do? Go over there. Oh, my God. I miss No, I'm not a fucking people's pleaser no more. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and kiss your ass. Go on with your life. Live. Go ahead. I'm not, I don't have time. Listen, I've had people come and I always tell them, I'm here to help you to get to this part. I need to see what you're going to do. Don't call me with the crazy bullshit. Oh, I, I want to do readings, but I'm scared. What are you scared of? What are you scared of? You, you doing readings on the side anyway. So what you scared of? Oh, you know. Um, and then, <clears throat> this is the part that killed me. You're so beautiful. Stop. I, I already know my mother don't make no ugly kids. So trying to butter me up or kiss my ass is not going to get you anything. So if I'm giving you some ideas and you don't follow through with it, then what the fuck am I wasting my time? Because guess what? You sitting here at the table with a to-go plate. You ain't bring nothing to the table. And it's millions of people outside waiting to come in. They just need a shot. Real talk. I told y'all I had four people. Oh, if I bail, my page is not moving. My Only two people reached out. Two. One took notes and was like, fuck that. I need help. The other one said, let me pay you in advance. I said, no, you don't need. No, I'm going to send you some money. Because I need your time and patience. I watched you go from zero to this. I see your consistency. I'm, I'm sitting here. I seen the things you did with other people. I've been studying your ass. And those people, 
Because I've been on different people's page and those people talk shit, but I don't see them doing anything. I see you doing things. I see you highlighting people. I've seen you in December highlight people. I've seen you go out in the street and teach and talk to people. That's where I want to be. Okay, I don't want to do like you do. But give me the formula. Here you go. And they worked on it and did a change. You know how many people I gave and they just sitting there on their ass? They just sitting there. And they constantly cry. No one support me. No one. Light some candles. Do some prayers for the mothers and the children that's out there being abused. Light it for those brothers and sisters that's on lockdown. Light it because these people are now catching monkeypox and healing. Our cypher flower is working on teas to help them. What are you working on? What are you doing besides complaining? She is really studying herbs and say, yo, I got a teeth for that. Because they already know these people are in pain when they get this shit. Women and kids that's in COVID. That's, COVID is still there. She's working on herbs and polices and things like that to help and heal. What you doing besides getting on there complaining about no one supporting me? I'm not getting a reading. I put up. What you doing? What you doing? And then I'm not mad. Everybody want to teach. I'm not mad at that. We got more scholars on social media than the Lord allows. And I'm not mad at that. Teach. But don't get upset when someone asks you how you can teach. What's your credentials? Don't get upset with that. Don't get upset. What are you initiated in? Who initiated you? I'm not mad with that. When you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Here's the information. You're free to go and talk to them. I I'm not mad at that. But do you know how many people will say, well, I asked them and they didn't say anything. Well, yeah, God do. Uh, you know, approve us. But where did you go to learn? Where? And don't just give me one person. Because where they learned that? And where did they get initiated at? And that's our right to ask. So don't get upset when you, when they don't want to fuck with you. Because I'm going to ask. I'm asking all teachers. I'm asking everybody. The same way they asked me. When I first came out, she don't know shit. Who taught her? Got to give respect to my godmother. She said, yes, yeah, she do. She sat in my house. Yes, she do. She went through it. Yes, she talks to people. Yes, that's her thing. This who crowned her. This is this. Okay. I don't sell Arisha. I don't. I teach you spirituality. And I can't teach you something that I didn't go through myself. And watch others go through. And learn. Ebae, God bless the dead. I told y'all. Anna would teach me. I learned a lot from Angel. I learned a lot from Jose. From Jose. I learned a lot from a lot of people. From from uh, Lito, even listening and watching Padrino Jerry. I learned a lot. Even talking and listening to Alfredo. I've learned a lot from a lot of people. And I've watched and I've sat and listened. When my godfather, Ibae, would have people over, I would sit on the floor and listen. I would listen to them. I would listen to when they had people come over. When I go out, I would listen and learn people's stories. Tony Shango, Cabo Sile, I would listen. When John Mason would talk, I would sit there bright-eyed and listen. 
Martha Vega, when I would go to the Caribbean Culture Center, I would listen. When Frank Bell was teaching, I sat there and listened and took notes. When Ifa Seaway taught me how to throw and how to talk for Obi and Bitter Cola, I listened. I wrote. I paid attention. I wanted to invest in me, so I would go for a whole year to her class. So those are the people that vouch for me. Those are the people who said, no, this is what she learned from me. No, this is what I taught her. So when someone asks, here, here's my references. Where's yours? And it's only right. We teach people. Yo, ask questions. Talk to people. Ask them their lineage. Ask them where they come from. Ask them where they get initiated. When did they get initiated? What are they studying? Ask. We can't teach people how to be self-sufficient. And then when it comes to them really doing it, acting on it, now we're going to get mad at them and tell them they ain't shit and go to somebody else. How the fuck you get mad? We taught them that. Because when we didn't, we had people that would take advantage of them, rape them, and destroy them. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy. I saw a sister yesterday. I had to really think, did I do something to her? No, not really. I spoke my truth, so I'm standing on that. And now she has Cachillo. She's out there teaching. I'm not mad at her for that. All the people she went through, they couldn't help her. But one person helped her and brung her where she needs to be. So she's complete. God bless her on her journey. I'm not here to kiss her ass. I'm not here to be like, oh, wow, I want to be friends with you. No. You watch my page, I watch yours. Okay. Some things I agree with, some things I don't. But it's okay. I don't have hatred for her. At all. She can block me. <laughs> she can. If I'm that much of a problem, she can block me. I'm good with that. But I'm happy that she didn't give up. That's the one thing I will tell if she was ever to hit me up. I'm happy you didn't give up. Because all those hands that you came through, they couldn't take you where you needed to go. Egon and Arisha put you where you need to go. That's it. I hope you learn from that. I don't have a godparent represent me except for my godfather, Ephi, today. When it's time, Egon, Arisha, they'll put me where I need to be. And it's crazy because when I do it and say, oh, wow, I want this person to represent me. It doesn't work out. They show their colors. I don't need a godparent that's in competition with me. I'm not saying that my other godparent was. No. I don't need that. Okay, because you're online. You have a, a, a following. You have a presence. You have a platform. I don't need you to be sitting there, oh, you can't do that. Why? Why are you tying my hands? Why? Why? Am I saying something wrong? No. Then why are you tying my hands? I don't want a godparent that's going to silence me. I don't want a godparent that's going to gossip about me. I don't, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for them to take me further. And I'm okay with that. I know how to respect that. I'm not here to dog you out. But I don't need a godparent that is fucking their god kids. I don't need a godparent that is not crowned. I don't, I want them to have Cachillo, but now though, because that's where I need to be. I don't need a godparent that is money hungry or that every day I have to pay for them. And if you're wrong, or if I'm wrong, let's sit down as adults and talk it through. Not you running all over here. I'm going to make mistakes. I didn't grow up in this religion. 
I'm going to make mistakes. And I'm okay with that. Teach me. Don't criticize me. But what I don't want is for you secretly charging people to pay your light, your gas, your helping you with... No. Why are you milking people? That's not what this religion is about. The religion is to help each other, to grow. Not to mock or make them poor. If a ceremony is $100, charge them $100. Why you want to charge them $3,000? How the fuck? But it happens. Don't pimp your God kids out. Oh, well, we'll get this ceremony if you lay with this one. That's not what this religion is about. Once again, I would tell y'all, I've seen all the bad. And I remember being at the river crying, saying, why are y'all just showing me all this? Why are people sharing these horrible stories with me? So I can appreciate everything beautiful about it. And that I'm not going in blind with rose-colored glasses. I know what people are capable of doing. I understand people are people. Just because they got initiated don't mean that they healed. Minister Hines would tell me a story about the parrot and the barroom in the church. Minister had a parrot in the church, and every Sunday he would take the parrot to church. Church burned down, became a bar. Parrot noticed same people, just a different venue. Same people, just a different venue. These are the same people that's been broken, that has been bullied, that has been abused mentally, both physically and spiritually. These people are going through spiritual depression. There have been domestic violence, manipulated, raped, tortured. They're coming here seeking healing, just like all the rest of us. Don't take advantage of them. And then a lot of them think they get partially healed. They don't deal with the infection. They just cover up the sore. You already see a lot of them. You see a lot of them in their brokenness. I was one of them. I would get on there and pop shit and do all of that, but I was dating my ex-husband who, who was a narcissist, who was fucking verbally abusive. I would have to call him in the morning on video, wherever I went on video. The only time I didn't call him and that pissed him off because the one thing I do love is my religion. And he used to be like, oh, if they do more than you, then you don't need me. Why would you say that? Because you're not talking to me. Well, because I'm busy. I can't be on the phone. Oh, you must be sleeping with somebody. Where you get that at? And the whole time he's sleeping with people. Yolanda and the other girl. I mean, he's just sleeping with all of them. And how I needed proof. I went up to Yolanda and I said, yo, me and Ro got married. Instead of her saying, oh, wow, congratulations. She walks over to him and was like, well, congratulate. Let me give you a kiss. And this nigga allowed her to kiss him. And I'm looking at him like, yo, are you serious? I let your cousin Mike hug me and you just went crazy. Like, oh, you fucking people. Uh, but you allow this chick to come and kiss you? Say no more. Say no more. And then I started seeing the truth. And a liar, a thief, a narcissist, they don't like to be questioned. So, your daughter that you supposedly adopted. First of all, I'm not understanding how ACS, BCW, allow a felon, a known felon, 
a murderer to adopt somebody. Where, where they do that at? You're not even supposed to be in the house. But where they do that at? This is why ACS workers, a lot of them, yeah, I'm throwing shade. A lot of them don't need their jobs because they overlook for money. So he was paying under the table. So, okay. So then he went and told everybody that Shorty had, was born with HIV. I said, so now I need to understand where's all this coming from? Because now you're a liar. I said, so he said, yeah, Didi, he was talking to our daughter. And he was like, you know, I had to take her to go to the dentist too. Hold on. Did they make, you know, different things? Because when you have HIV and you go to the dentist, they have to do other things for you. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, um, I wasn't there. So how, who took her? Oh, you know, because they wouldn't let me in the room. She's a minor. They do let parents in the room. Uh, uh, uh. So it was just one lie after another, and I was catching them. So when you went, he was like, yeah, I went on child trips with her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So her being sick and all of that, um, you know, did they make, you know, did they make preparations about her getting a homework sent to her and things like that if she had like a bout or whatever because she's a child her immune system hasn't been fully developed uh i don't know uh uh now he's talking out the side of his mouth okay so then i called the his girls god bless the dead because she died her best friend i said hey let me ask you something Shorty was born with HIV. She said, where you get that from? I said, yo, he said that. She said, he lying. I said, hold on. Can I put you on three ways? She said, hell yeah. Why you lying on that baby? The uncle and the aunt took this little girl away. Right? When the mother died. Now, he's fighting for custody. How? How? The uncle got her and the aunt. I'm not mad at the aunt. The aunt said, he doesn't do anything with her, but sit on the boulevard. Take her to the ice cream spot and to the movies. And he's sitting around all these men that are drug dealers. She's seven. She's eight. She's nine. Why is he doing that? Go get some parenting classes. Take her other places to the zoo or take her to Playland or something like that. Why is she sitting up on a known corner on 109 with drug dealers? She said, make it make sense. I said, you right. So now I'm telling him. So guess what I did? Because it seems I'm still a mother at the end of the day. That no one is saying nothing. This nigga is bringing an eight or nine year old around all these drug dealers. They just say if they shoot up the corner. Shorty don't have a chance. We don't know what the fuck you've been doing or who you've been, what you've been doing or whatever. You got her sitting there. You can't take her to your house because nigga, you live on a couch. So you won't even go and get your own place so Shorty can have somewhere comfortable to live. You won't even do that. So now I call ACS. Please be advised. And they started investigating. And he couldn't even get to school where she was. Now some of y'all could be like, oh, that's petty. No, that's not. Known drug dealer, known murder, not doing anything, not changing a little girl's life. You can be in her life. That's great. But what are you doing to help her grow? She shouldn't be sitting up on the boulevard, sitting there with you, around a, grunch, a bunch of old dudes. It's a little girl. She should not be sitting up here listening to this and watching girls come up here arguing and fighting. She's a little girl. 
what are you doing? So that's when I looked around and said, I am grateful that I didn't allow you to raise my daughter. It's so much better when God took out the trash. When he got arrested, did he turn one? When he came home, she was 16. Then he went back and he came out. She was 21 going on 22. Now, her voice, my, you know, I should have been around my father. Why? You see what he's doing to this little girl. You want that for your life? God forbid you have a kid and that nigga have her sitting up there on the boulevard. I'm going off. It's bigger than the BS. This is what you have to be worrying about. People manipulating kids. So I had to ask him. I said, I knew the old you. Are you prepping shorty to be your wife or something? Because you got her sitting up here with grown-ups. She a little girl. Nobody don't see nothing. You know what everybody say? Yo, we was telling him to take her to the park or whatever. He just say no. So y'all won't correct your homeboy. But y'all are sitting here watching and talk about him. Who in this fucking group is sitting here saying, yo, man, we taking all the kids to the park or to the beach or whatever. Come on, man. Nah, we're going to sit up here on the boulevard. Why do you have a little girl sitting up here on the boulevard? Make it make sense. All the fathers is taking their kids to the park. But y'all are gossip about him, but y'all won't correct him. So now y'all are blamed too if something ever happened to Shorty. Guess what? Not on my watch. So yeah, I called. I sure did. You know what that motherfucker said? I'm going to hate you until you die. That's okay. Shorty saved. I'm not worried about you. It's bigger than you. Shorty saved. Shorty's in a safe environment. Shorty's learning how to live like a little girl. Not this bullshit that you're doing. It's bigger than the BS. I'm not here to call out fake and fraud readers. I'm not here to call out crazy people. That's not my job. But if they ask me, I'm going to go and tell them. Ask them where they got initiated from. Ask them where they got their credentials. Okay, Ifabeo. I don't know what their answer is, but ask them. That will eliminate all of that. We can't tell you to be self-sufficient and teach it. And then when you start, now everybody mad. How? How? Make it make sense. How are you mad? What are you hiding? What are you hiding? People can't ask you questions? Oh, people can't ask me questions. Why? You saying you're a priestess, you're this, you that? So where did you come from? Everybody has a beginning. Where did you come from? Listen, I remember one girl said, I can't tell you who my godmother is. Why? Is she a secret? No, because in my old dude, they said, what's the old dude? Huh? Oh, it is Ogun. That's not old dude. That's Orisha. Huh? Yeah. Stop. Stop. But she'll get a following. You know why? Because she gives you bullshit. Until somebody read a book or something and they go, hey, that's not right. And they will question her. And she'll go, don't question me. Don't question my authority. So either they'll just back out and be like, yeah, no, it didn't make sense. Now, if you got teachers charging you every month to pour into them and you pour into them, okay. I'm not here to hate. I'm not. That's you. But I'm going to ask, what is the bunny going for? It is really spiritualist out here that be like, oh, you have to pay for my electric bill. You got to pay for my gas bill. You got to pay for my Netflix. Why? What is spirit giving me from paying your Netflix or your rent? 
Now, I can't say anything about humble beginnings because I didn't have a bed. I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. But in that process, I wasn't teaching. I was just doing videos. I wasn't doing a class. And I was learning. Now, if I did a class, it was just me sharing information that I learned. Right? So it was really, really low. Then when I started adding those principles and those things, then I started elevating progress. And on the days where I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, I had to go back and see what was wrong. Where was my shortcomings at? We all start from humble beginnings. I see people doing videos, walls be dirty, uh, being on a, a blow up bed. Okay, I want to see you like that next year, especially if you're charging all this outlandish fees. I, I, you better not be on no goddamn blow up bed. You better have a real bed. Real talk. Because now you're, you're investing in yourself and that elevation should be real. I, I shouldn't call you and your phone is off. Why? You charging these outlandish fees? I mean, your price is your price. Let me not do that. So I shouldn't hear that your phone is off or your cable is gone. Why? Why? Real talk. I've seen people money longer than train smoke because they health, they didn't take care of their health. They can't even really spend it or enjoy it. They're sick all the time. I've seen people be pouring to people and just a blessing and they never tell no one. You wouldn't even know they was working in the back. That's why I have a great respect for Jay-Z. Jay-Z helped so many people. Sean Carter. He don't get online and be like, I did this, I did that, I did this. Those people share that story. Same way as 50 Cent. They don't get online and talk about all the things they did. If they see something great in you, they nurture it and they keep on moving. Dame Dash also tells people that. I'm not here to tell everybody what I did for you. That's not my story. I was in a position where I had the resources to help you further yourself. Now, what's heartening, and I, all of them said the same thing, and that hurts, is when I point to you and you don't do nothing with it. I don't care if you don't come back and say thank you. That, that, I'm going to be blessed no matter what. But when you sit on it and don't do nothing with it. And the only time you do something with it is when you got to pay a bill. That's it. But then you cry and complain. Oh, nobody wants to help me. No, because you don't want to help yourself. I remember God bless the day Ibai, when Hudu Sim was. They said I had to learn. Me and him had a conversation. We were in Omaha. He said, you know, if I bail, I had to learn to see people as they are standing in front of me. Not what they could be, not what they should be, but what they're doing now. And I had to learn to step back and let them work with what they have and see how bad they want it. And really watch to see who they are. He said, I've been disappointed a lot of times. And I was sitting there like, yo, that's my problem. I see them as they should be or, you know, down the line. I don't see them what's in front of me. I said, yo, thank you. And that was a lesson I needed to learn. I, that's the same time where I learned a lot from Dorothy Morrison. First of all, she shocked me when she said, girl, I'm retired from spirituality. I know you lying. She said, yes. But I seen her consistency, her sacrifice, and her being out there. 
Well, social media wasn't a big thing, but when it did, she took advantage of that, but she was always out there. She'll pay for her hotel room. She'll get up there and go. She put that work in. Her work ethic is immaculate. I will give you that. Then I met Mama Star. She helps from behind. But when it's time, and happy birthday, by the way, to Mama Star. But when it was time, she knew to get out there. And she didn't fit anybody's criteria. You couldn't put it in a box. She did what she had to do. I told y'all I always talk about Charles Porterfield and the faith. That's what I learned from him. Faith. But you know what I learned from each individual? That you got to be consistent and you got to put that work in. And everybody starts from the beginning. Mama Star tell you who she learned from. Porterfield will tell you where he learned from. Dorothy Morrison will tell you her high priestess and where she learned from. Everybody has a beginning. Tony Chango, Cabo Sile. He said, I was crowned, and this one was crowned, and this one was crowned. Everybody has a beginning. So I'm looking at these older people, and I'm saying, okay. So you tell your credentials. They said, yes. You give honor to those that came before you and taught you. And then you get out there. Social media is great. People are going to talk about you, but stand on your morals and principles. Why? Because a bad name travels fast. I learned that. From so many people. And people will. I, child, I know now. Everybody and their mother got to say something about me. But guess what? They're in the dark, in the shadows popping shit. They don't come out in the light. And they don't want to block me or take me off their page. Why? Because they need something. And at the end, they watching. And I'm okay with that. The same way as they listen to the podcast. I thank you. Hit that like. Hit that like. But thank you. I had two people drop out of Patreon. And it's okay. Because they assumed that all I was going to do is give them work to do to get revenge on their baby daddy or their baby mama or destroy their boys or go after their family members. No, I'd rather teach you. So they stopped. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But then I have, I have to focus on the ones that's been with me from the beginning. Even when I fell short, they didn't give up. They still, they was like, yo, she coming back. Don't worry about it. And they stayed with me. And I make sure I give them good content. I make sure I say, yo, y'all, thank you. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for pouring into me. I want to be able to pour into you. I send them. I'm, I'm working on something so... This way, they'll have it first. They'll have access to it first. And then we'll move on. I've been working on my TikTok. I see a bunch of sisters. I want to have them gather around the table. So we can learn from each other and have real good conversations. And we can do that monthly. And I'm okay with that. Because we need those conversations. We need to go through those rough topics that no one wants to speak of when people say hey i'm an ex-sex worker oh my goodness i'm so grateful women learning how to take care of their bodies you know i still say nick cannon is just fucking up people's ph balance with all these kids but hey that's on him i don't know him personally he got the money to help them all so you know i hope that he works it out right and get everybody a yoni bath 
okay, and all of that. So, but we need to let sisters know how to keep themselves clean down there. We need to know that GYN is not the devil. We need to explain to them that therapy is not a bad thing. Because these spiritualists are quick to tell people, you don't need therapy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I can help you on the spiritual level. Therapists help you on that physical and that mental level. And then find a trainer or find a routine to work out because we need to be healthy. We need to start. I told y'all, man, teas. Like, I'm really learning about teas that are not in bags because the bag is the most dangerous. So now I'm looking into that. I'm looking into it. I haven't started yet. I'm, I don't have time to sit here and lie, but I'm looking into it. And it is it's time for us to really take care of our health, to make sure we are okay. How am I going to bless you with all of this growth and all of this if you can't hold your end up eating healthy, taking care of yourself and your body? You want to make sure you're good to be the example. You want to make sure. Because if not, you're going to be sick. And that's, a, that's not a pretty sight for nobody. Nobody. You want to maintain. How can you get out here and make a change if you can't even get out there? Everything can't be done on social media. Well, for now it can't because monkeypox and all that shit is real. But this is your time. You can walk up and down stairs. Do a little bit at a time. Do a few stretches. Change the way you're eating. Be mindful. Be mindful. It's not always pretty. Like I say, healing is not pretty. I'm going to tell you that. It's not pretty. That shit is horrible. But it's time. That we start taking care of ourselves. Start eating right. Start exercising. Watching who pours into us. Checking who's pouring into us. Because every running mouth should not be around a listening ear. And a listening ear shouldn't be around every running mouth. Now, I don't have a problem if you say, hey, sis, I'm learning. Okay, shit, let's learn together. But don't sit there in front doing that imposter or trying to fake it till you make it. That shit don't work. It might have worked 12, 15 years ago. Shit don't work now. Because now people want to see. It's not who you know. It's what you can show me. What you showing? We from the show me state. What you showing? What you got? How is this improving? Listen, God bless his dad. My aunt was a hairdresser for many years. And I remember I used to go to this beauty parlor. Before I started going to Girlfriends, I used to go to the Southern Beauty Parlor down the block going toward Wilford Academy on Drake Avenue. My aunt was standing there, God bless the day. She said, let me tell you something. <clears throat> if that hairdresser don't have her hair together, don't have her shit looking right, don't go to her because she cares less. She don't care about her appearance, so she definitely not going to care about yours. So then it was one sister like, that's not true. Yeah, it is. You're not going to a dirty-ass restaurant. You're not going to go and eat at a plate that got roaches on it. Presentation is everything. She said when my aunt would make up her face and do her hair just to go to the corner store. She said, uh-uh, what's the use of you going to be a beautician to learn and you're not your own walking billboard? Because I'm going to show pride in my shit. 
The same way I'm forever grateful for Tanya showing me how to make my tarot cards. How to make the deck that I want. I invested in that. I'm going to show pride in what I do. I'm going to come in and do the job to the best of my ability. And then I'm going home. I'm going home. Presentation is everything. So when I saw Val in them, and I was like, damn, Val, stay with her ponytail tight. Val, stay doing her hair. And that's where I started going. I started going to Val. And Wayne, he always, God bless his daddy, always kept his hair tight. Even when that nigga was a crackhead, he still kept his hair tight. And his makeup on, on face beat. So I stayed going to him. And then I would take my daughters to him. And then when I moved to Atlanta, there was this uh, beauty parlor over on Clarkston. Not a chick in there had fucked up hair. Not a one. Always stayed locked and ready. And you had to be on time. We ain't sitting no goddamn beauty parlor for 9, 10, 12 hours. No. Locked on time. They come in very professional. I really enjoyed that beauty parlor that was over on Clarkston. Very professional. They came in. This is your appointment. They'll do walk-ins if they had the time, but they took care of those that made an appointment. They'll come in, do the appointment, make sure they'll ask what style you want, or you can tell them to freestyle it, and they're going to do it. And I was like, thank you. And... Even my ex-husband, God bless the dead, Craig, would take the girls over there. I dropped them off. Okay, they'll call and be like, okay. And I'll come right like an hour and a half afterwards and go and get them. My daughter does that now because that's what she was used to. Shaba and Didi and Isha, I would take them to the beauty parlor. They went every other week they would go to get their hair done. My daughter, Shaba, does that with her daughters now. And I remember when... A friend of hers asked her, why are you always taking your daughter to get their hair done? She said, because that's what my mother did. And I did. So once again, it's bigger than the bullshit you're going through. We need to start being examples for our girls and for our sons. We need to start putting investments in our kids. We need to start investing in ourselves. If you know you would have went through some shit, you would have had some problems and some issues, okay. And the one thing we need to learn is that we have a voice. We speak up. We ask questions. I can't teach. Listen, my grandkids going to ask you a question. They ain't disrespectful. They going to ask you. How are you queened? Because I, I gum gum is queen, so how are you queen? Who queened you? Because they don't know how to say crown. Who queened you? So, yes, we can't teach people to be self-sufficient. We can't teach people to ask questions. We can't teach people how to recognize the frauds and the fakes and how to walk away if shit don't sound right, or if it don't feel good for you. We can't teach them that. And then when they do what we teach them, now we get mad. It's bigger than the bullshit that you're going through on social media. How many times do you clock out to go get some therapy? Or go for a walk outside or take care of yourself. Going to the doctor, making sure you're good. It ain't all about money. Because all money ain't good money. For real. I turned jobs down. No, it was the sister that called me. I said, no, mm, this, this, I, I, she. Now, I stayed on the phone with her for maybe about two hours. Not once did she say, well, let me give you something for your troubles or none of that. Not at all. But I didn't sign up for her bullshit, so she got mad. 
But I'm okay with that because I know I'm not for everybody. And I don't have time to dog out another Sentera, another Sentero, a Balero, a Babalao. I don't have time to dog them out. I wasn't there. And you going to wait all the way up until these years to now say something? If you didn't fix the problem then, then what you doing now? Now you leave that alone and go and take care of yourself. But people love mess. Why? Because it's social media. Oh, why? Because they don't want that life. Because they know. Y'all seen what happened when Facebook went down. Y'all seen what happened when Instagram went down. People had to talk to their kids. They was tripping out. People had to sit down and talk to their husbands. People couldn't get online at all. Motherfuckers was losing it. Oh, my God. Taking out the Wi-Fi, blowing in the box and all of that. But it was it was a glitch in the system. And they lost their ever-loving fucking mind. They didn't know what to do. They were so happy that Facebook and Instagram got back up. Oh, my God. But in that those hours when it was off, motherfuckers did not know what to do. I was like, well, take them to the park or something. Why? Because. What did you do before social media? I can't remember. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. But people knew the real you. They knew the real you. And you don't want the people to see the real you. You don't. Because in this era, we live off of likes and how many comments and how many shares we got. Somebody asked me, you really clock out from social media? Yeah, I log out. Wow, I can't even do that. Why? Where is it going? Well, what if something happened? What if it don't? <laughs> At the end of the day. What if it don't? I got things to do, then do it. But, you know, because my girlfriend, you know, they arguing over there. And this Luo did this. Do they live next door to you? No. So why is it important? Well, you know, this one said this about this one. And they throwing subs. How you know they talking about them? They got all these followers. They might be talking about somebody else. Well, because, no. Why, why are we entertaining mess? Why? Go start a podcast. Go do a, a live. Go get a YouTube channel. Talk about some other shit. Girl, no. Uh-uh. Shit is juicy. This the hood news. It sure is. Shit. Facebook and jail are the same. You find out everything before the shit happens. First in the hood, on the hood network. But is it after a while it becomes redundant. It becomes stupid. Why am I worrying about that? Put up something that's going to encourage. That's going to make people think. I put up a post today and people got in their feelings. A Haitian mother and her son, and the son said, Ma, my girlfriend is coming in the car, so act right. The girlfriend looks to the boy and goes, why is your mother in the front? I'm your girlfriend. The mother looks and said, you know, that's my son. But I'm the girlfriend. Why is she up in the front? I don't even know what she's saying because now the, the mother is talking in Creole. And they're like, she's like, why? I had... Half and half. I had mothers that you know. That's the girlfriend. I, what? I know she lying. Then I had people that maybe have problems with their mother because it was showing. Their triggers. Oh, the mother's wrong. She could have gotten the back. Why? Make it make sense. Why? I said, who's right? The mother or the girlfriend? The girlfriend. Okay, so you angry with your mother and you taking this and this is triggering for you. Okay, well, now we're raising weak sons. You're raising weak sons because he did tell his mother, Mom, my girlfriend is coming. 
But your girlfriend don't know her place. You a girlfriend. You here today. You going tomorrow. There's no ring on it. Now, when my son got married to Teray, I would get in the back. That's your wife. That's your counterpart. That's what, what God has put together. Let no man disrupt. So that's your wife. Yeah, she's sitting next to you. But a girlfriend, bitch, get yourself in the back. And I don't care if nobody agrees with me. I know what I feel. When I got married to my husband, my mother, but my mother was the one. Because I was like, my getting a friend. She was like, no, baby, that's your husband. You get in the, I'm going to get in the back. You comfortable until my mother had surgery on her leg. Nah, she getting in the front. Because it's called respect. Respect of your elders. That's his mother. Why do we want problems with our husband's family? First of all, if you knew you, y'all you, weren't seeing eye to eye, so now your kids got to deal with that backlash, and that's horrible. They don't even know their family, that end, that side of it. Because you don't get along with the mother? Oh, she put voodoo on me. How? How? Nobody told you to jump in trying to find out who the ex is and all that. And mama might have put you in your place. Now you mad? So now the kids don't know who their grandmother are. The kids don't know who their cousins on that side of the family. And now you mad at anything. So whenever somebody posts something, it's, oh, fuck the mother. Nah, that's on you, mom. Not all mother-in-laws like that. Yeah, my God, my sons-in-law, daughter-in-laws may get on my nerves. But I'm going to respect them. Because why? They married them, not me. And I know how to back away. That's your family, mom. Take care of your family. Do your thing. The same way my mother did with us. That's your husband. That's your family. I love you. Go and take care of your family. And that's only right. But we get into this, oh, the kids are not going to go and... I don't trust her. Are you serious? So why go through all of that? Why leave these kids without? They didn't do anything. But you have it. You have it. You have it. And then you want to come back and call yourself a healer. No shade, baby. But you can't heal the very family that you in. So how you healing me? I don't want that negativity over here. Oh, Donna, you're wrong because you wasn't talking to my son. And I said, in due time. Yeah, I was mad. We both said some things. But in due time, the healing will take place. But we both have to be in that place to accept the healing. We both have to. I know how to apologize. I didn't apologize what happened because I know what was going on. I knew it was for the two girls. It wasn't me. Am I apologizing? What I said, yeah, I shouldn't have never said that my son can go to hell. Okay. But I'm not apologizing for the video. Nobody is going to tell me to apologize for that. Because it was not my experience. It was theirs. Yes, I got emotional. I never dogged Spanish people out. I never did that. But you took the side of someone else without even seeing the video. So you got to own that, not me. I'm going to stand on what I believe in. I don't give a fuck if all the world is against me. But stay that way when the truth come out. And now the truth is showing itself. Now what? I wasn't wrong. And I'm not apologizing for that. Not now or ever. Because guess what? It's bigger than the bullshit on social media. We got shit that's happening real. And they need healers. They need people to offer them hope. They need help. They need to be educated. Warned. All of that. If you are, if you know teas and herbs, now it's time. We need you. Because it's real out there. If you're a mother that know how to shop 